Hi everyone. Welcome back to our podcast Mindful Minutes Season 1 Episode 2. This is your host Tanay Sarpoddar. Mindful Minutes was conceived to brainstorm marketing ideas and strategies specifically for small and medium businesses. There's a huge put- there's a huge potential in our country and it's time we give ourselves a new perspective to look at us. I'm deeply humbled with the support and love that you all have shared. Please continue to do so in future as well. I'm also grateful to our sponsor Marinoid, the marketing agency and strategic consulting firm that's designed to empower small and medium businesses. They've made this podcast series possible and they're also helping us bring you the best insights in B2B marketing. Do check out their website for more details. For the second episode, I have with me Amarendra Chitale, NLP master trainer, coaching psychotherapist, founder and CEO of Agile Neuro, president AANLP, a wonderful athlete, cricketer, tennis player, and above all, a dear friend. <laughs> I still remember when I met this freakishly tall fellow in school. Now his work is soaring new heights. Well, Aparendra is straight as an arrow, no words minced, no shyness, and an appetite for laughter. There is no one in this world who wouldn't enjoy his training. It's an irony in a sense that we would be discussing neuro-linguistic programming when actually we want an unprogrammed opinion. Hey, Aparendra, thank you for accepting the invitation and welcome to our Mindful Minutes podcast podcast. season 1 hey thank you so much tane for uh, inviting me uh, to this uh, great uh, uh, valuable insightful podcast i'm sure that uh, i've seen your earlier podcast and uh, it was a grand success and uh, this is really a great unique initiative that you've taken uh, so that you know uh, marketers businessmen all around the world can be uh, Uh, can be benefited out of uh, the pearls of wisdom which various speakers give i hope i can uh, uh, you know do justice to this podcast today like you said i'll be as straight as an arrow and make sure that uh, i give as much as i can in this podcast <laughs> awesome yes we will be casual so let's get started then our topic for today is cultivating a b2b success mindset using neuro linguistic programming or nlp specific to marketing uh, nlp uh, as far as i know is part of neuroscience it deals with how the brain can be programmed to change the way we think or how we feel and process experiences so how did you first get interested in nlp and if you want to add anything more to the earlier definition well you know when i finished my graduation and post graduation i was working in sales and at that time as you know how we start our careers as freshers so i was like a sales officer looking after a city and then i grew in my career became the country manager for a financial firm and so when you become a country manager you have a lot of people those who are reporting to you of course you have a lot of clients uh, uh, some organizations that i used to work with uh, 
very closely as channel partners or like india post state bank of india uh, and uh, uh, wiseman forex wall street forex as there are so many so many of them I, almost major uh, bfsi sector companies i used to be partnering with so uh, as a country manager you would realize that when you are looking at the business end of it your uh, the, the bottom line is that you should be able to get money to the company so that you are able to put food on the table as simple as that <laughs> and uh, so i used to uh, follow a lot of best practices at that time which other people maybe what the competitors were doing at that time and then i used to follow a lot of other people who had done best in the field while i was uh, you know kind of following all of this i heard of neurolinguistic programming and its uh, applications in various fields now to begin with i was told about neurolinguistic programming that uh, it is uh, a branch of neuroscience it's a branch of psychology which can help you achieve any outcome in your life now that one sentence was so impactful for me that you know so if i learn nlp i think i'll be able to achieve anything in my life including uh, what i what i was currently doing and then i heard the second statement that nlp has a lot of therapeutic techniques which uh, help you deal with you know a lot of mental issues like dealing with unwanted cravings unwanted habits dealing with phobias dealing with negative emotions traumas depression uh, problem solving etc now that again in, uh, interested me a lot because i have always been interested in psychology you know a lot of people don't realize is that business and sales is is a lot more about psychology to begin with in the first place uh, because if you can understand the psychology of uh, uh, who you are dealing with then you are able to sell better so that again uh, got me interested and then there was this third statement which came up that if you are not uh, using nlp then you are working too hard okay that was another statement that came up and uh, i was like oh so maybe i can earn more money maybe i can earn more incentives in my job uh, by working a little less by doing a little bit of smart work if i if i learn nlp so uh, that all these three things uh, these three statements actually stuck with me and what i did after that is i started uh, researching on how i could learn nlp now in those days people were not using too much of you i mean youtube was there but they were not using too much of it and very less content on nlp nlp was there but then i uh, got to know a few uh, british trainers who would come to india and they would uh, train in nlp at that time and uh, quite uh, gleefully i uh, you know <laughs> attended one of the the first uh, certification and that really blew my socks off you know i just realized that nlp not only has applications in uh, sales and business but it also has applications in goal setting personal goal setting professional goal setting it has applications in leadership which again uh, that was another role that i was uh, you know playing at that time while i was the country manager uh, along with that uh, it has a lot of applications in parenting etc i mean you name the area and nlp has an application in it and so after i did my first level of nlp like i said uh, my socks just blew off <laughs> and i realized that i need to go all the way and i need to uh, complete all the three levels of nlp so it's been now close to 12 13 years that you know i have learned nlp 
and uh, i have uh, uh, completed all the three not only three but four levels now i am a master trainer of nlp and uh, believe me in my business now i have my own business you know when you are a country manager you are salaried and you are working for another organization uh, but you know when you start your own business i can i tell this a lot of times to budding and entrepreneurs that you work 10 times more uh, compared to how much you work when you are salaried uh, but then i i realized when i started uh, with my own business i realized that nlp actually made a lot of things easier for me you know uh, because business happens because of people uh, one aspect in uh, nlp like i mentioned earlier there there is one therapeutic application of nlp that there is uh, one aspect of how you can program your brain to achieve anything third aspect is obviously the interpersonal aspect of nlp where uh, you know if you can connect with people very well then you can do business very well remember people actually don't uh, buy your product first they first buy trust and nlp has such wonderful techniques in it uh, so that you know you can uh, you you can really connect with them and they they start trusting you and then you get uh, good business that's uh, and it is whatever techniques i've learned in nlp i've used all of them and i can tell you one thing for sure that uh, all the techniques that i've used till today i have been successful in each and every one of them at each and every occasion so that's that's something you know which i'm really blown off with that <laughs> thank god that 12 13 years ago i learned this and things are really working out well now this is super awesome this is super awesome and thank you for sharing that uh, i remember you saying and you repeated it right now as well that if you aren't using nlp then you're working too hard so that's food for you food for thought fellows you know a lot of things that are covered under nlp uh, not just for business not just for leadership but like amarendra mentioned for all facets of business nlp is definitely going to be important uh, amarendra uh, from a marketing perspective uh, can marketers use them to develop a success mindset uh, anything specific in nlp that a specific lesson or specific area or the entire nlp session in itself will be required for marketers to develop a success mindset you know it's an interesting uh, thing mindset a lot of times people have that wrong and that mindset comes with motivation if you are really motivated to achieve something you will end up achieving it um, like for example uh, smokers are uh, uh, really motivated to smoke drinkers are really motivated to drink okay <laughs> there is not going to be one day uh, you know without un- unless they are in jail of course okay <laughs> they they are <laughs> they are always going to uh, because they are motivated okay so uh, every day they'll they'll probably drink every day they'll probably smoke so motivation is a very important aspect of business of sales of marketing and uh, nlp has a very specific module in it where you can make your first of all you can set your goals uh, very easily using certain structure okay uh when you follow that structure what that structure actually ensures that you not only set your goals but you make your goals compelling so it's an easily i mean you just have to give one and a half hour two hours only for the 
so if any any marketer or any businessman really wants to set goals and wants to make those goals compelling for uh, himself or herself or for the team then it's really one and a half hour two hours where you know we do certain activities we do certain interventions and then those goals are set and uh, they they are made compelling now once the goals are made compelling now you have the mindset now you are in a hurry you really want to go out there and do it now achieve it now a lot of times i see that people decide what to do but they don't go and do it because it is not compelling they are not in a hurry it's like joining a gym for 6 months uh deciding to join a gym and they join the gym for 6 months but go only for 15 days because it is not compelling perfect right? example so uh nlp makes sure that you not only go to the gym i mean metaphorically speaking <laughs> and uh, nlp ensures that you not only go to the gym for 6 months but you also fight with the manager to give you extend uh, extension of two more months uh, for free <laughs> uh because because you've helped uh, that manager to get two three more clients okay <laughs> so uh building that kind of mindset uh nlp is the best school of thought is what i think awesome awesome this is very interesting i love the example specifically they are going to hit the thread directly uh, as marketers there have been a lot of magical expectations from uh, the external audience internal audience and these uh, you know simple lessons would definitely help to figure out uh, let's say from an external perspective how to define or derive a campaign that will perform at the highest level or for an internal audience how can i create or define a problem solving model that will help grow or motivate my team so personally i would love to be in a situation where i come out with well formed outcomes rather than uh, you know something that is literally are and uh, i think nlp will definitely help people so i i am sold on nlp but if i have to say uh, if you can emphasize more on nlp benefits um, that will help now okay, before this i'd like to tell you a story and it's a very interesting story definitely okay. <laughs> now uh, I I have this friend okay in in the heart of Pune city he has a mobile store okay and uh, and you know in the in the heart of the city in in that part of the city there are many stores many mobile stores so which means there is a lot of competition okay so uh, he was complaining to me one day you know we were just having uh, weekend beers okay Yeah, generally we we hang out and we have weekend beers and he was just complaining that you know what uh, i i don't know i'm not really sure if this uh, if i'll be able to do good business over here especially with this cutthroat competition and you know which is existing i said let me come to your store i went to his store i saw how they were selling over there okay i i really uh, made sure that i note down uh, blow by blow everything that they were doing over there in order to sell now i realized i just thought of one aspect of nlp and that is learning styles okay something that we learn in nlp and learning styles anybody would uh, probably say that learning styles is all, all about teaching and learning and related to students and all that but really learning styles is all about uh, how you actually process information in your head there are um, five senses out of which three senses you use to learn that is seeing hearing and doing right now 
if you can understand uh, what is the learning style of and people use one sense more compared to the other sense or, or two senses more compared to the other senses now if you understand what is somebody's learning style then you can actually sell any product to that person using that learning style i'll give you an example so i realized that there were people coming into the store i realized that there was one person and i recognized that person on the basis of the body language and this is what they teach you in nlp analyze the person in terms of body language in fact even looking at the eye movements you can analyze what is the learning style of that person and i realized that that one customer was a visual customer and then i said that let me sell a mobile phone to this person so i just asked this guy to move aside the salesman to move aside and i just said let me handle this customer i spoke about uh, a one particular mobile phone which had great camera quality i i spoke about the screen size i spoke about different colors and the different uh, covers with different colors um, i also spoke about uh, the the front camera back camera etc i mean so everything visual and of course i gave other information as well uh, about the phone but i made sure that the visual aspect is highlighted in the in, in that sales pitch and he bought that mobile phone from me and then i thought that all so i had this other salesman looking at me uh, that, that that was a fluke okay it's a beginner's luck or something like that <laughs> but then i said let let me sell uh, another mobile phone to someone so there was this another person who came in and i realized this person is a kinesthetic person kinesthetic in the sense somebody who does something and learns so i gave information but before while giving the information i gave the mobile phone in his hand spoke about how comfortable this mobile is spoke about how comfortable the mobile is to hold and the operations how easy the operations are all these are kinesthetic aspects he got sold there then another customer came in that had who had uh, who was auditory i spoke about uh, how clear the sound is sound clarity is good uh, in fact i <laughs> made sure that he listened to the clicks also of the mobile phone you know when you click on the buttons and <laughs> so uh, likewise i was able to gauge the other person's learning style and on that day i sold five mobiles without having much knowledge about the mobile industry of course i had done a little bit of homework to begin with and then uh, we we had a bunch of uh, uh, you know salesmen and uh, who were looking at me as if uh, you know the same expression that they've discovered fire okay and uh, then my friend was looking at me with his jaw dropping and i said to him that you, you know what you're looking so surprised but actually it is very simple and uh, so this was some and then later on they all uh, did this training with me and uh, thankfully now i have uh, that from that day till now ever since we've had beers together on any of the weekends i've never uh, hear, heard him say that about the cutthroat competition or anything because he's doing quite well but he's made sure that all his salesmen are actually trained in nlp so one nice example i, I mean i've got lots of stories but you know maybe at some other time <laughs> oh this is super helpful amarendra so there are very few things or very simple things i can put it in this way that if we implement them uh, then you get better results but simple is always difficult <clears throat> from a business perspective as well uh, it's very easy that uh, when people ask from for a marketer what is it that you working on so what 
is the answer what is the question that is asked first how do you do it is answered next and why you do it is answered last if you ask me uh, and that is also again based on a lot of brainstorming sessions that i've had with you a lot of reading that i've done alongside uh, i have kind of tried to figure it out that if you answer why first and incidentally how and what you make a better uh, messaging you make and you make a better pitch and you come out as a better company so i'm i'm sure neuro linguistic programming is not just training or tuning your brain to do something bad it's just trying to clear and make him understand how the brain usually works and i've seen professionals get better as you rightly mentioned at self awareness uh, their communication gets improved they have enhanced creativity and even greater emotional intelligence overall an improved performance like you mentioned so if an nlp definitely helps uh, go moving on does nlp also help to recognize some psychological cues you mentioned earlier that it's a it has it has a psychological end or that does that come under emotional intelligence like overcoming phobias or fear or stress you mentioned one that that's a fear of competition but there are stress anxiety self confidence does that come under emotional intelligence or does that gets covered under nlp i feel that emotional intelligence is all about the four main competencies self awareness how much you know yourself okay your swot analysis your beliefs your values your personality now logic says if you uh, if you are self aware if you know yourself very well then you can manage yourself very well that is the second competency which is self management now here there are various techniques of channelizing emotions regulating emotions etc then you have the third competency which is others awareness how well you are able to read other people okay now logic says if you can read other people very well then you can manage them very well and that's the fourth competency which is others management now in emotional intelligence whatever uh, uh, you know uh, emotional regulation techniques that we learn these are generally at a very surface structure level uh, as in um, how you can how you can get wisdom by looking at something from a different perspective or uh, how you can use your emotions to your for your advantage that's primarily what is a part what is taught in emotional intelligence now if you want to go into the therapeutic depth okay of like you know, what you mentioned earlier that let's say phobias stress depression and uh, traumas uh, etc uh, dealing with unwanted habits unwanted cravings uh, for that i think nlp is the better option because it is not as a surface structure as emotional intelligence now that does not mean that emotional intelligence is useless it is not <laughs> it will actually uh, help you because emotional intelligence will help people to be better in channelizing emotions reading other people managing other people leadership is a, is a part of uh, that school of thought uh, but nlp will ha- help you go deeper so if i were to metaphorically show you uh, an umbrella and let's call that umbrella uh, nlp uh, one sector of that umbrella will be emotional intelligence okay so that's that's how it is awesome awesome and there are a lot more 
uh, alongside that you're working on and i i know that and i'm going to expand that to the audience as well later in the podcast so overall as far as what i've understood is we can use all these nlp techniques or all the techniques inside nlp to understand uh, our customers better to define more effective marketing messages and last but not the least uh, develop a stronger customer relationship uh, in fact uh, to divide further a marketer uh, can or should be able to better understand a, com- a customer's emotional trigger and get better results in the campaigns so we we used to perform review sites we used to have a lot of uh, different campaigns wherein you kind of pull out intent signals and those intent signals get fed up fed into uh, the crm but that's just data if you don't understand the intent signal if you don't you know learn around that intent signal that's just data but these uh, allied activities will help you better understand how to leverage those emotional triggers and get better results in the campaign and from a sales and advocacy perspective definitely they can mirror a prospect's body language or communication style and close faster or if required uh, in a tense situation kind of calm and reassure a kind of a flagged customer so wonderful wonderful just a spin off uh, are there any ethical considerations or challenges of using nlp like uh, for example nlp can be used to manipulate or control people or it is very complex or there are very few skilled nlp trainers something of that sort that you've heard or you want to clear that well you know uh, i think uh, and here's an interesting statement that i'd like to make that uh, our brain is actually hardwired anyways for manipulation our brain is <laughs> anyways hardwired to lie okay there out of the 8 billion people that are there in this world i i don't think anybody can claim today uh, that uh, they've never lied okay in in their life uh, because you see that's how our brain is hardwired but moving on from there i think uh, nlp the one of the pillars uh, or one of the principles of uh, nlp uh, is the ecology part we make sure that during the trainings we talk about the econ what is ecology ecology is when you are setting certain goals or when you are going about achieving those goals you make sure that you are not hurting any other area of your life your own life adversely and you are not hurting anyone else's life also adversely uh, that is something uh, an ardent follower of nlp a, a good student of nlp will always make sure that uh, somebody else's or uh, his or her own ecology is not uh, adversely affected so this is the most important point Uh, another important point is that yeah people talk about yeah nlp has a lot of hypnotic language patterns where you know you can influence and persuade people uh, to buy and stuff like that i would say that uh, uh, you know as as an nlp certified sales or business professional you have that uh, you can say the the magic wand where you can make people realize what they really need when you are actually pitching in something like for example i said to you earlier that uh, uh, people don't buy the product first but they buy trust first so and trust has three components to it 
वन इज योर क्रेडिबिलिटी एज अ सर्विस प्रोवाइडर और अ प्रोडक्ट प्रोवाइडर वन इज वॉट रैपो यू हैव और इमोशनल कनेक्ट यू हैव विथ योर प्रोस्पेक्टिव और योर एग्जिस्टिंग कस्टमर थर्ड इज द लॉजिक बाई विच यू आर एक्सप्लेनिंग टू द कस्टमर दैट वाई ही और शी नीड्स टू बाय समथिंग लाइक दिस नाउ ऑल ऑफ दिस कम्स विथ अ वेरी सिंपल प्रेमिस दैट यू यू हैव आस्ट सफिशियंट नंबर ऑफ क्वेश्चन टू आइडेंटिफाई वॉट द कस्टमर रियली वैल्यूज नाउ when you understood what the customer values then it is very easy for you to present a product which kind of satisfies those values that's the logic part but let me come to credibility first uh, all the service providers almost all the service providers almost all the product pro- providers will have their website which talks about their credibility which talks about testimonials which talks about the past uh, successes that is their website is like a foreign minister on somebody's laptop <laughs> okay where you know so the credibility is built over there and maybe other people are also talking about so you know you have google ratings and then you have comments over there so other people are also talking about that company maybe you highlight that on your website that builds your credibility over there doesn't it and then of course uh, when it comes to rapo which I, which is you know the second aspect of trust NLP actually has a very interesting technique by which you can build rapport with uh, uh, anybody in this world in a matter of 3 minutes and it does not have to be you know you have to be uh, meeting them face to face you can build rapport over a phone you can build rapport over a call over zoom over microsoft teams whatever it is wow. and you can you can build rapport in a matter of 3 minutes and uh, if the credibility part is done well and if the logic part is done well then they start trusting you and then it's just a matter of asking them that uh, doesn't it make sense that you should buy this it's just one closing statement that you need to make after you've done these three things uh, properly now nlp gives you the entire road map of how you achieve this you know you could be a digital marketer you could be uh, a person who might be selling uh, uh, you know Um, a tied uh, soap on on the road <laughs> okay uh, or some detergent going to uh, various various shops irrespective of who you are you just have to fine tune how you are selling it using various techniques of nlp and there you are uh, you will be as good as zig ziglar who was known to be uh, you know the best car salesman Uh, you know he started off selling cars using nlp techniques and his one month and believe me this is true that his during the off season his one month volume of sales of used cars was much more uh, compared to the other salesmen combined in the in the peak season <laughs> so his off season uh, <laughs> sales figures were much better than all the sales people combined in the peak season so and he used to use uh, concepts of nlp so yeah i mean i think uh, you must have realized by now that uh, there are so many aspects so many concepts which if learned properly and implemented properly well then i, I think uh, it will be good for our economy isn't it <laughs> absolutely absolutely that's a different uh, cue to zig ziglar as well people just read it they don't uh, look behind the person so that's why you need a cognitive interventionist or a master trainer like amarendra you have a different perspective on the things that you've already read <laughs> uh 
coming to the last section of the podcast uh, do you think uh, in a b2b b2c environment i know you've touched it a little bit but do you think in a b2b b2c scenario uh, anything changes for marketers uh, anything can change for the better for marketers since b2b is more long term relations focused b2c is more driven by emotions so will nlp change anything for b2b or b2c or will it be same you know i think uh, first of all we need to understand the basic difference between b2b and b2c b2b is uh, definitely something uh, that you know it require so let's say this is a prospective client and you are uh, trying to win the client okay uh, and so this will involve talking to a lot of stakeholders which means you need to have a lot of interpersonal skills you need to have that language so that you can satisfy the multiple stakeholders and uh, the focus is always supposed to be long term so to win a b2b customer i think uh, prospective customer i think it takes uh, a little longer but having said that if you can um, you know play your dices right okay uh, then it will it'll take a shorter time especially if you use nlp as compared to that b2c okay you are dealing with probably one or two people or at the most three or four people if they if they are coming to you or if you are going to them uh, and it's it's a time wise obviously it is a shorter duration uh, where and so over there you need to be a, a little uh, you know thinking on your on your feet uh, doing certain things uh, so it's like a it's like a t20 match okay when it comes to uh, b2c but when it comes to b2b it's more like a test match okay now understanding this difference okay is extremely important so that whatever so learning nlp is one thing but picking out bits and pieces of it uh, of what are you going to use how are you going to use it uh for uh, you know the b2b initiative and b2c initiative that's that's really where the art uh, of nlp comes in um nlp they say that you know it's psychology it probably is neuroscience it probably but i i think nlp is more of an art because uh, learning the concepts is one thing implementing it and customizing it according to the need is is another uh, we make sure that uh, you know at least Uh, in uh, aa nlp that is asian association of nlp whatever trainings we run for people with nlp uh, we make sure that we give multiple examples from various areas of life so let's say there is a concept we'll give examples uh, you know from business perspective from sales perspective from leadership from relationships perspective from uh, parenting uh, you name it and we have examples for it so uh that gives them the clarity that okay next time when i encounter this issue okay maybe i'll uh, use my, my language pattern i linguistics is a very very important part of nlp because it is neuro linguistic programming <laughs> so how i yeah. use my language is very important so i, I think uh, when they learn about all these examples they are in a better position to implement it in their life uh and again implementation is very important because then it sticks with you other you don't implement it then it kind of sublimes isn't it so yeah i mean uh, comparing b2b b2c first of all the, like i said the distinction should be very clear in your head the strategy the difference in strategy should be very clear in your head and once that difference in strategy is clear 
then it's just about applying the nlp structure over there and there you go you get the award for the employee of the year or the <laughs> businessman of the year awesome awesome now that's absolutely true you pointed it perfectly and even in my career early days i figured it out pretty clearly that everyone needs a periodic realignment not just with uh, technical aspects but also with business aspects it's one thing to just implement a campaign how to get it done but if you understand the business aspect of it then you are better equipped as a professional be it any uh, department you are better equipped and if you clear on each one then we can figure out how to program how to you know devise campaign how much to invest and all those nitty gritties and then the job is much more interesting and fun you know there's one aspect uh, that i've loved uh, in uh, nlp which is modeling techniques to accelerate learning to achieve excellence so as a, as a master trainer uh, amarendra if you can give one piece of nlp advice to b2b marketers before we uh, wrap up this podcast what would it be i'll start off by answering that question by making a very important statement <laughs> and that statement is uh do you all know what is the what is the definition of insanity you know according to einstein the definition of insanity is people continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result absolutely so something which doesn't work for you you need to do it differently uh you know to do, do something different now modeling that's an important point which you brought up because nlp uh in fact the effectiveness of nlp is because of one of the important topics in nlp is modeling how you how you model uh any any person to produce the same result as that person is able to produce i'll give you a very simple example let's say somebody makes an inter- a very uh, a very delicious uh, chocolate cake okay and let's say you've been making a chocolate cake uh, which uh, is used as a discus throw okay because you i mean you tried making a chocolate cake and then it became so hard that you 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 could not use a knife you had to use an axe you realize that okay i'm doing something wrong maybe just maybe i should just model somebody who's extremely good uh, when it comes to baking a chocolate cake now what you do is you um, kind of note down the strategy of that person blow by blow strategy of what that person does not only behavior wise but also what that person is thinking at each step now if that if you replicate exactly what that person is doing internally in the mind as well as externally to the behavior part then you will have exactly the same result as that as that person now coming to business part of it uh if if you are not doing well in business or if you feel that you can do better and if let's say you reach an impasse that uh, i why am i not getting that uh that result over here uh, what you really need to do is you need to have three role models in uh, three role models in the area of business just uh, elicit their strategy elicit in the sense understand how they are running their business and what are they exactly do what are they doing which you are not doing and what are you doing which they definitely are not doing okay now when you start modeling that then you realize that 
immediately from the next month or maybe a couple of months your results change because now you don't come un- come under that uh, einstein's definition of insanity because now you've started doing something differently okay <laughs> so uh, i i think uh, that's that's the important so the advice that i'd like to give people is uh, follow the definition which einstein has given model some good uh, 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 role models in that specific area where where you'd like to improve and uh, of course one piece of advice obviously that if really uh, you you are in, by listening to this podcast if you are really interested in what nlp is all about um then get trained in nlp as simple as that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely this has been a wonderful session amarendra as always you know there are lots to learn lots to imbibe and uh, i'm hooked on to learning this art i've always been and i'm sure everybody on this podcast will be hooked on to learning this new art not a, not just a neuroscience that deals with how the brain can be programmed to change the way we think feel and process experiences guys you also have to check out uh, agile neuro academy on agile neuro and aanlp.org these are all the brain childs of uh, amarendra you'll see a lot of uh, courses trainings that are that amarendra is taking and there is a huge uh, you know database of people who've already benefited from these course along with that amarendra has also written an amazing book on life transforming neuro magical stories it's available on kindle uh, if you want a paperback copy you can dm me on linkedin or you can reach directly to amarendra i'm going to share his link on my linkedin post uh, well thank you thank you all for tuning in thanks amarendra once again i know that uh, you know there's a lot more that we can discuss but for now uh, we'll hold on to this session for everybody else do subscribe rate and review this channel follow me on linkedin for more updates remember marketing is not a cost center it's an investment center let's treat it like one this is tanay sarpodar on mindful minutes thank you for joining us namaskar take care